Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Laguna Biatch the podcast. I know earlier I said that I would get a theme song for this podcast, but I haven't done that and I apologize. I just, I feel like I'd have to look stuff up and I just don't have time. Like I've been so busy these past few weeks and that's why I haven't been like great on the podcast and why I've missed a few weeks and why I've been late a couple times. But I really appreciate you guys hanging in there. And next week there won't be a podcast. I was kind of thinking that I could record it like Tuesday night right after I land. But I know I'm going to be like kind of bummed. So I'm going to have to just push that off a week. And then the episode of Laguna, I mean, the Hills reboot, not Laguna Beach reboot, the Hills reboot comes on on the 24th. And typically I'll record on like a Monday night. So I'm so on the fence about covering it because as I said in like an earlier podcast, maybe two or three episodes ago, that I'm a little salty that I wasn't asked to like partner with MTV or anything because they know I'll give them free press anyway, like give them free advertisement. So I've kind of decided not to cover it, but I might still do like one quick episode covering the season premiere. I don't know. I'm still on the fence about it. I know a lot of people ask me about it. So we'll see how I feel in two weeks, basically. But today they, um, the cast was hanging out in New York City and everyone was there but Spencer and Heidi Because apparently they can't be around Stephanie. That's kind of what's going on right now. And I kind of feel like some of that is probably for ratings. So we'll see how that goes. On to this week's episode. We are going to talk about the episode More Than Friends, which is season two, episode four. And I actually kind of forgot about this episode. Like as I was watching it, I was like, oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. But I don't know why I kind of blocked it out of my memory. I guess it's maybe a filler episode, but then there are some like scenes in it that are really important. I don't know if that makes any sense. But we start off with Kristen, who's talking to Alex H and they're chilling in Kristen's bedroom. Kristen gets a phone call from Talon and she's just talking to him, hanging out on her MySpace page, chatting with Talon. And he says he has a lot on his mind and he wants to do dinner. So that is where we're starting off because remember last episode he was with Taylor and now he's like fuck that I'm with Kristen. So they decide to go to dinner and Kristen and Alex are kind of talking and Alex says I think he likes you and Kristen just goes whatever as Kristen does with her California sass which is confusing because she's from like Colorado and Chicago and California was the last place she lived but she I don't know when I think of like valley girl I think of Kristen Cavallari her voice her look everything so the next scene we have the boys going surfing and by the boys I mean Jason Talon and Cedric and then Taylor Alex and Morgan actually show up and they saran wrap Talon's car and that's pretty funny I've always wanted to saran wrap someone's car I've never actually done it Because I know if someone did that to me, I would be so beyond furious. I don't deal well with pranks. I will be the first to admit it. I am not a prank person. Unless it's something funny like at work we'll like decorate someone's cube or something. That's fine. But if you saran wrap my car, that's not a joke. You're going to piss me off. But it's funny to watch the girls do it. And they go like under the car and they go all around it and they silly string the car. And the boys come up and ask if this is payback for when they smeared ketchup all over the windows. And the girls run out, spray paint, not spray paint. Could you imagine if they ran out and just spray painted the guys in the face? No, silly string them. And as they're running away, Alex is like, this is so funny. This is so funny. 
which I thought was kind of funny. Um, Because I, again, am not a fan of those kind of pranks. But if I did one, I would be running away saying that's so funny. So the girls, oh, I can't say like the girls because there's two different girl groups now. But Jessica, Alex, and Kristen are at Coffee Clatch. Coffee Clatch? I think that's what it's called. I feel like I just said it wrong. But they're all hanging out. And it's still there, by the way, in Laguna. Just make sure you check the name because I feel like I'm right, but I also might be wrong. But Jessica admits to going through Jason's texts in his call log. And Kristen says that's what Steven would do to her. And I don't know. It's like shit. Like Steven was very possessive over Kristen, who was obviously cheating on him. And it's almost like I wish we got to see that part of their relationship a little more in season one. And now it just seems like Jessica's crazy. And I don't know. I mean, when you're in high school, you're not very smart with relationships. If you were smart with relationships in high school, congratulations, you're one of the few. Jessica, you know, she's admitting that she was wrong, kind of. She's like, I'm not that bad yet. And Alex is like, yet. So Jessica says that some girl in school named Kelly, not me, I contrary to some people's beliefs, I did not go to Laguna Beach High, ran up to her and they said, I'm so mad you're with someone who cheats on you. You were always the girl who said, if somebody cheated on me, I'd be done with them. And Jessica just keeps saying there's no proof of him cheating. But I feel like if all these people are like telling you, hey, he's cheating on you, you should probably look into it a little bit and don't just like ignore it, I guess. And Kristen and Alex just give each other like a little side glance because they both know Jessica, Jason is cheating on you. So we're back to Taylor, Morgan, and Alex, and they're talking about the prank, and they're eating chips, sitting around the shit-talking table, as we call it. Everybody knows what table that is. It's one of your friends had it, or maybe you had it, but it was always on your back porch, back patio, whatever, deck, whatever, and it had glass on the top, and the glass was like I don't know, it was like marbleized, I guess. Marbleized is not the right word, but it was hard to see through. And it was white on the outside, sometimes green, but it was either white metal or green metal. And then that glass, the foggy glass, I'll call it foggy instead of marbleized. <laughs> They're talking and all Alex is saying is like, Jason's so hot. Jason's so hot. Jason's so hot. He's such my type, blah, blah, blah. Taylor goes, are him and Jessica together? And Alex just goes, does it matter? He's so hot. And one thing I need to stop doing is like remembering that that this show was produced a certain way and that sometimes cast members were had to say certain things that production wanted them to say. But like, that's a fucked up thing to say, (laughs) Alex. Listen, Alex, that's fucked up. Yes, it matters. Be a girl's girl, right? So the next scene is Alex H and Jess. And I forgot how funny their scenes are when it's just the two of them. Not saying Kristen, obviously Kristen brought a lot of the dynamic as well, but I love the two of them together. Obviously, later in the season, they have the don't hate the player, hate the game conversation where they both have no idea what they're talking about, but it's so funny and they're driving in Jess's car and I kind of wonder how they filmed it. You know, I'm sure they had like little cameras back then, but obviously they didn't have GoPros and it's almost like somebody just taped like a handheld camcorder in the dashboard or something. But the two of them are talking about Ben's party and Jess is begging Alex to go with her. She's like, please, please. And Alex like, well, who go? Who's going? And Jessica says like Cammy, Kendra, Casey, Morgan, Cedric, Tyler, Jay- Jason. Did I say Jason? Well, I'm saying Jason now. And I'm just going to say 
That would have been the perfect transition into season three. But no, MTV wanted to give us Tessa. They did not want Kendra or Cammy to be the narrators, even though in season three, the last few episodes, it's all Kendra and Cammy. And a lot of people, and by a lot, I mean a few people, <laughs> have asked if I'm going to cover season three on the podcast. And what I might do is just do like one long episode about it and kind of talk about it. I don't think I could watch every episode and kind of do what I'm doing like with this and what I'm going to be doing with The Hills. And just for the record, I would love to skip over season one of The Hills. So if you guys are okay with that, please let me know. Season one is so boring. But anyway, it would have been a seamless transition if they had like Kendra and Cammy in the season more. So we got to know them and we weren't just thrown with Tessa. And a few people have asked me if I would ask Tessa to come on the podcast. And the answer is no, because that bitch blocked me. (laughs) The only cast members who have blocked me, surprisingly, Jem Bunny has not blocked me. She wants to keep an eye on me. So if she has to sue me again, you know, threaten to sue me again. Tessa, Ashley Waller, Jason's wife, blocked me and Spencer. I'm shocked Heidi hasn't blocked me yet, but I guess I haven't dragged Heidi really, so... But I didn't drag Tessa or Ashley. So that kind of bothers me. Another reason I don't like The Hills as much is because the cast members don't give my page love. There, I said it, okay? So back to the conversation in the car. (laughs) Alex starts saying how Jason gets all like tense when they're around other people. And then Jessica's like, he won't even hug me or anything or kiss me. He acts like it's the worst thing in the world. Again, another red flag. I understand some people aren't into PDA, totally fine with that totally respect that but like your if your boyfriend doesn't want to hold your hand in front of like his friends and stuff I feel like that's a big red flag in my opinion let me know what your opinion is on that so after the conversation we go to Ben's dinner and Alex is there Alex you know she sucked it up and showed up for her friend it's kind of like weird everyone's talking and then you see Jessica sitting next to Cedric and the seat next to her is open Jessica's like oh I switched seats And Jason gets all pissed. So they go outside and start to fight. And I am stressed out. Like, this is when I started remembering the episode a lot clearer. And I was like, fuck, this is why I don't like this episode. This whole thing's like a trigger. Them fighting on the balcony. Jason's visibly fucked up. Like, he is so fucked up. There's no denying it. And Jessica doesn't know why he's upset. One thing I think with a drunk person, especially someone like Jason, who seemed to be like an angry drunk, like in what we saw of him on the show, he wasn't like a fun drunk. He would get like really like, what the fuck? Like, leave me alone. Like, that's how he talked, kind of. And Jessica just wants to know what she did wrong when in the end Jason's fucked up. So he can't even tell you what you did wrong, even if he knew what you did wrong, even if you did anything wrong to begin with. Just remember that in your personal life, too, because there have been times where I've been drunk and I've been mean to people and you can't talk any sense into me. And then the next morning I'm like, fuck, I'm really sorry. I'm really, really sorry I acted that way. He did not apologize, I guess, though. That's my guess. I don't think Jason was big on apologizing. Now he seems like a great guy. So that's awesome for him. But I'm talking about right now. I mean, I'm talking about 2005 Jason Waller. So he just keeps saying, you know, she's like, why are you upset? Why are you upset with me? And he goes, it's just how you're acting. And she goes, how am I acting, Jason? And he goes, you're acting fine. What a dick, right? Like, what a fucking dickhead. That's so rude. So we go back into Ben's party and everyone can hear them fighting. And it's kind of awkward. And you know, they're that couple who's always fighting. And Casey just goes, poor Jason. And Cedric actually goes, what do you mean, poor Jason? And 
um, both Cedric and Alex H at the same time say, poor Jessica. And they keep fighting. And as Casey goes to get them, because she's like, this is ridiculous. She wants to bring him inside. You like see them through the curtains of the glass door. They're just making out heavily on the um, patio, on the deck, whatever. I, I don't know what to call it. Patio deck. I don't know if it's different parts of the country. I don't know if a patio is lower and a deck's higher, whatever it is. They're outside on some sort of wooden structure making out and they're making up. So that's that. And that's a very weird thing to watch when you realize like Jessica's only 16 and Jason's like 18. Damn, they had such a toxic relationship like Ronnie and Sam toxic, like Justin, Bobby and Audrina toxic. And people will comment, be like, I think they made a cute couple. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean they made a cute couple? They're a wreck. I'm swearing a lot and I apologize. I realize that like how many times I've sworn so far. And that's why this is an explicit podcast, because sometimes I can't control myself. So we know Kristen's not at Ben's dinner. We know she's actually with Talon. So she walks in, Talon stands up, kisses her cheek. They both sit down. They're just kind of talking. And Kristen asks um, Talon, see, I'm going to do this again. Kristen asks Talon about Taylor. And Talon just says she's a tease and they shouldn't waste their time talking about her. And it's kind of like, oh. <gasps> With those lines you used on her last episode, you're just going to treat it like that, Talon. I see you for who you are. <laughs> and Talon says he used to play games and Kristen quickly says she can still play games. And Talon agrees, knows Kristen's games because of how long they've known each other. They said they've known each other like five years. So he knows Kristen's games and we find out more about Kristen and Talon's like past hookup because last season we just know they hooked up. So we find out they hooked up sophomore year, so two years before. Some people have asked me to define hookup. And in I think it was the season one when Lo was being interviewed, she was asked, you know, what does hooking up mean? And she goes, it can mean anything from kissing to having sex. And I still think that's pretty much the term, you know, did you hook up with them? I I I feel like actually now people would be like, did you guys have sex instead of saying hooking up? The baby next door is screaming. I don't think you guys can hear him, but I want to let you know if you heard like a faint scream in the background, it's the baby next door. It's really fun to listen to sometimes. It's great. Next scene, we have Mr. Skater Boy himself, Talon, rocking a pink snapback with his puka shell um, bracelet and his Von Dutch shirt. And him and his buddy JP are talking and Talon admits that Kristen and him hooked up. And JP lets Talon know he can't get in too deep with Kristen because Kristen will play him and break his little heart. So perfectly, Alex and Kristen are looking at pictures, the next scene, and Kristen admits at one point she had a crush on Jason, which I think was kind of funny. A lot of people ask me if they ever dated, and from what I know, they have never dated. I think Kristen said in like some interview that they kissed, but never anything more than a kiss. I don't know, guys. But she said she had a crush on Jason, and Alex is like, well, that's when Jason was nice. Then they show a picture of her and Talon and they both go, that's when you were gnarly, Kristen. I want to know what gnarly Kristen means. I don't know if it means like she was hooking up with a lot of people, if she was drunk all the time. Who knows what gnarly Kristen means? I should have asked her that. I'll never get a chance to talk to Kristen again. That's something I'm putting out there right now. That live was the only time I will ever, ever, ever get a chance to talk to Kristen. (laughs) So if you were there for that live, monumental, monumental for all. 
So Alex says she feels bad for Talon because Kristen messes with his mind so much. And Kristen just goes, I do. I fuck with his head and that's not good for his little heart. Which is, at least she's aware, but also like, stop it. Stop messing with people. (laughs) So then we have like the weird Cedric, Casey, Jason, Alex double date. And I skipped over one of the scenes. It's, I think it's Morgan and Alex saying like, you know, you can go on a dinner date with all them and kind of feel it out, you know, because Cedric and Casey are close. Sorry, I forget when that was in the episode, but I probably just rolled my eyes and I was like, huh, not cool, not cool, guys. So Cedric beeps, um, Casey and Alex get in and Alex is like, wow, way to come to the door. Then it cuts to Jessica calling Jason and just getting his voicemail. And the plan before all this was that Casey was going to tell Cedric he needed he she left her phone in his car. Sorry, there's so many like C names and so many J names and so many T names. Sometimes I get a little tongue tied about Laguna Beach. I apologize. So Casey said to Cedric that she left her phone in his car and they have to go get it. And then there's like awkward tension between Alex and Jason and they're not even talking. They're just kind of going like, (laughs) what, (laughs) what? And he's not calling her cute like he does to LC a million times later in the season. But Alex asks about Jessica and Jason says they're good. And then one of the pivotal music moments in all of Laguna Beach history happens. Screaming Infidelities by Dashboard Confessional starts to play. And then you see Jessica sitting on the edge of her tub, calling Jason, looking upset as fuck while he's with the girl he's going to get with after him and Jessica break up. Okay, so screaming infidelities. Jessica's already sad. It's such a moment. It's such a good, good, good moment. So that's the end of the scene. I mean, that's the end of that scene. Screaming infidelities. Jessica's upset. He's going to commit. He's going to cheat on her, commit some infidelities. And that's that. And we know it. Okay. the next scene is a Morgan S. and Taylor scene. And Taylor is in Morgan's house and Morgan's like, what are you doing, Tay? And she's like, just getting some breakfast because apparently like Taylor... Because apparently Morgan's house was like their favorite to shoot in. But they didn't think Morgan should have been in the season. Which is fucked up. She deserved more attention. So did Dieter. So did Alex H. They all deserve to be in the opening credits. Okay. So Morgan and Taylor are talking about Alex and how it'll be drama with Jason. And Morgan breaks the news about Talon and Kristen. Because Talon was her neighbor at the time. And she said, you know, I drove by Talon's and Kristen's car was there. And she calls him a hypocrite because... In this episode before, she says, I feel like Talon talks badly about me to Kristen and about Kristen to me, and I don't know how to read them. So it's kind of interesting. So then they're at Jessica's house, and Kristen and Alex walk in or walk out to the deck, and they're like, we just got sidekicks. And Jessica's like, let me see. So they're playing with sidekicks, very 2005 of them. And Jessica admits that Jason stood her up. They had plans, and he just didn't show up. And then Kristen starts giving her a little bit of a hard time and she quickly asks about Talon and Kristen and Kristen just like, oh, okay, it's fun. That's kind of the scene. You know, they they talk about Jason a little bit, talk about Talon and Kristen and that's that. They don't go into too much detail other than with their sidekicks. And then we have a great scene between drunk Taylor and sober Talon. 
As you can remember, in the live with Taylor, she admitted to being drunk during this scene and she had to wear Talon's mom's shoes because she couldn't fucking walk. So she had to wear those shoes, her sneakers, I guess. You know, she's just going off about Kristen. And one of the most memorable lines of the whole thing, well, there are a couple. There's the one from Taylor that always sticks out for me. You would be with Kristen? Fine, then go be with that whore. Like, damn, Taylor, say what's on your mind, girl. And then Talon starts getting angry, like he kind of raises his voice. And I think usually he keeps his cool. So it was kind of it's kind of like interesting to watch that because clearly she's drunk and he's trying to be like, stop it, stop it, stop it. But he says, I don't want to crash and burn, Taylor. And then she goes, I hate you. I hate you. And he says, I love you. I mean, I don't love you. I L-U-V you. And that's kind of it. You know, they kind of smile at each other and then they walk off and Taylor wraps her arm around him and he kisses the side of her head. And I'm pretty sure that's the end of Talon and Taylor, which is a really weird way to end things. But hey, that's how they do it in Lagoon, I guess. So now we're just going to kind of chat, right? This is how I end every episode. I kind of do my own like verbal therapy with you guys. I kind of just talk. But I don't have like a ton going on right now. A couple people asked me some questions. I put it up just for a little bit on Saturday, I think. And somebody asked how I like living alone. And I do really like it. I need to get better with saving my money. I think that's going to be something that kind of bites me in the ass. But I do like it. Sometimes I get lonely, I guess. But it's not too bad. I mean, I can call a friend, FaceTime back home, kind of whatever. I've never lived by myself and it's really cool. Like it's nice to have my own space and I don't have a ton of stuff, which I like too. It's not a crowded apartment. I have my pictures up on the wall. I have a TV, have a bed, have a couch. That's really all I need. I kind of want to get a bar cart, but I also don't because I'm not someone who actually keeps alcohol in my house that often. That might surprise you guys, (laughs) but I never have like a bottle of wine or anything. I... I don't know. I kind of worry that it might be a slippery slope for me that I might have like a bottle of wine one night and not even stop, which kind of happened to me on Friday at CMA Fest. I kind of went a little too overboard and I don't know how it is with you guys, but sometimes when I get too drunk, I get really upset with myself. So I'm kind of like punishing myself, but it happens and I guess you can just learn from it and not be an idiot the next time. That's what's important. Somebody asked me about the books that the cast has written. So I guess Kristen's books and Lauren's books. And I did read all of Lauren's books. I really liked them, actually, like the L.A. Candy series. I never finished the last one that's called Infamous, I believe. And as far as Kristen's like balancing in heels, I never bought that. I never read it or anything, but I've heard it's good. I've heard there's a lot of good stuff in it. And yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm happy and I'm going home in a few days, which will be nice. I'll be able to hang out with my little nieces and see my friends from back home who I miss a lot. You know, I have only had two friends visit me in the almost like year and a half that I've lived here. So that kind of bums me out sometimes. But I understand everybody has money that they have to deal with. And it's, you know, it's an expensive town to visit. But yeah, so that's where I'm at. No podcast next week. No promises about a Hills podcast. I'm still very on the fence about that. But I will talk to you guys later. And I hope you have an awesome rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening.